If you're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Emery's book, 1001 Albums, it's here before you die. Episode, we talked about Dinosaur Jr., Bug. On the line, I have Rob. Hey, buddy. And Kyle. Why don't you like me? <laughs> Bug is the third studio album by the American alternative rock band Dinosaur Jr., released in October 1988 through SST Records. The producer was Jay Mascus, and the genre is alternative rock and indie rock, noise rock. I'm going to read from the book Jason Chow. Few bands are as aptly named as Dinosaur Jr., a trio who fused the Jurassic influences of traditional rock elements with an impetuous, almost infantile urge for tantrum-inspired fury that saw them hailed as successors to Sonic Youth's throne of avant-garde noise supremos. The combination of old and young sounds made them trailblazers of American indie rock, loud, chaotic, and melodic all at the same time. Their style would be a major influence on the slacker generation bands who followed. Bug was the third and last album by the band's original incarnation. Lead guitarist and singer Jay Mascus would kick out Lou Barlow, who would go on to form Sebado the following year. Dinosaur Jr. was Mascus's band, and he carefully scripted each song instructing his bandmates how to play their parts. Despite this authoritarian control, each member plays like an angry virtuoso on this album. Almost as if in protest, the benefits are abundantly clear on standouts such as Freak Scene and They Always Come. Mascus's craft, crafted melodies are set against the busiest guitar work you will ever hear in the genre. Bassist Lou Barlow, inventive bass lines weave in and out of the melodies, and drummer Murph augments the aggressive sound with fast, metal-inspired riffs. Mascus knew the importance of a catchy tune, obviously a fan of classic rock and folk. His melodies and vocal delivery recall Neil Young, especially on Pond Song, in which he sings melodies as old as rock itself on top of the youthful chaos created by the rest of the band. All right, what do we think of Dinosaur Jr.? Bug. Yeah, this is a fantastic record. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, just by the very nature of being born when we were, I think we're kind of like genetically predisposed or predisposed to uh, to actively enjoy Dinosaur Jr. So, um, no, it, it's it's great. Yeah, I think there. Uh, obviously, we we talked about you're living all over me, and Dinosaur Jr. is. I wouldn't say you can't really say the first. It's it's hard. It's like pinning down, you know, the first of any sort of genre, but they're the towering, you know, juggernaut of alternative rock fuzz guitar, what grunge, whatever you want to say. Uh, but yeah, I think this is a lot of people consider this their finest hour, like they're the best album uh, that they've made. So I was reading that this is Jay Mascus' uh, least favorite Dinosaur Jr. record. <laughs> Does anyone know why? It's, it's fucking great. And he produced it. That might be it. Yeah, I, I think he was, I mean, he has bad memories of <laughs> the 
this album. He said it, Bug was a bad time. The band was falling apart. Reminds me of when I uh, got to interview Ozzy Osbourne and he was asking him about sab- sabotage. Like he hated it because it was re- he was reminded of being in the studio with all these lawyers and just having a, a bad time. Like he, he said he couldn't listen to, to it anymore because it was like it was just like you go through a really bad breakup um, and then you kind of don't want to revisit that. Yeah. I, I mean, suppose that makes sense. Yeah. He was an, a real fucking prick mm-hmm. and, you know, kicked out his writing partner. Like it, it, it seems like it was probably a from, from pain sometimes comes good art. So yeah. I yeah. I was going to say Barlow sounds amazing on this record. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That first the freak scene when that kicks off and I yeah. saw, I saw a live clip of him playing that cause I was like, where are the, like what's the bass doing on that? And he's like strumming those chords, you know, he's like high up on the bass neck, just, you know, strumming those, those, uh, sort of bass chords. And it sounds incredible. Yeah. I was, I was v- very, very impressed. Uh, you were talking about his writing partner at this time though. Barlow, well, I guess, yeah. Not, not so much anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, according to this band could be your life. He had checked out. He was already moving on to Sebado stuff. And he was like, well, if if Jay does, you know, they're so contentious that he was saying, well, if Jay doesn't like my stuff, I'm not I'm not going to write anything for Bug. Like, I'm not going to present my work to someone who doesn't respect me. And so he he kind of checked out and, you know, he's he liked the band. Obviously, they still like the music, but I think he was just like done with it. Mm -hmm. Well, Sebado is a damn fine band. Yeah. Their own right. Yeah, and, and we will we we will actually be able to talk about them in the uh, in in the future. Yeah, you know, we do get some Sebado in here. Yeah, I, I I really like Freak Scene. I thought that was a a great track. Uh, great opener. Yeah, yeah, great, great, great opener. Yeah, I, 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 again, I think I said this last time when we were doing Dinosaur Junior. I like everything I hear, but I immediately forget <laughs> like what's going on. That this band doesn't keep my attention for very long. It's a wash of similarly sounding melodies that you get transfixed by. Mm-hmm. I had the yeah. same thing. I love. I've listened to this album hundreds of times, and if you ask me, "Hey, what's a you know." Uh, of course, freak scene and you know, like the more popular ones, they always come and things like that. But if you were like, "Hey, the post, how does that riff go again?" I'd be like, "Oh man, I'm I'm not gonna." <laughs> I, I you just can't pick it out. It has the yeah, Dinosaur Junior has that ability that things just sort of, it's like the Dinosaur Junior sound. Yeah, yeah, it's all good, but it, it doesn't mm-hmm. have the the really like stick in your brain brain uh like riffs because he's always just riffing yeah there's no there's no defined hook you know but because it's all it's it's all happening like in some sometimes like there's even like parts like there's so many parts thrown into like some of this stuff that like it's just kind of like you could have had like three songs written out of just like Mm -hmm. one of these riffs like what 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 are you doing yeah yeah they're busy songs for sure super busy band (laughs) Extra busy mm-hmm. <laughs> for a three piece. Very, 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 very busy. Yeah. Uh, someone is a stoner friend once said Neil Young in a blender. That's what Dinosaur Jr. is. <laughs> yeah, I hear pretty it. Good. Pretty good. Did I mention on the last episode that I tried to smoke weed with this band? 
I don't remember, Kyle. <laughs> oh, outside right. the bluebird? Yes. <laughs> Not successful. <laughs> Looks like a creep. Uh, they take one look at you and they're like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I was probably at that show. Uh, was that around when they released Farm? Yes. Around that era? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. probably there. Man, that band's loud. Just so yes. loud. They're just one of the loudest bands I'll, I think I'll ever see. I, I heard that some engineers um, take pride in that <laughs> because, uh, you know, you'll go to some place and you'll say, oh, is that too loud? Because, you know, you can crank an amp up very loud, no problem, especially old vintage, you know, Marshall half stacks or whatever. And uh, I've heard that some... Uh, uh, some people running sound will be like, no, that's fine. Dinosaur Jr. was in here last, you know, last month <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's there's no way you can be louder because they they have to crank them up. I should have looked when when I saw them a couple times, but should have looked at how loud they actually are cranked up to. It has to be like eight out of mm. ten. It's insanely loud, but it sounds better that way. So I never, I never uh, thought about the the vocals being kind of Neil Youngish, but goddamn, they really are. Mm-hmm. That kind of like strained, melancholy, yearning, uh, but also kind of monotone, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, limited singing, but yeah, it does it fits with the music. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, and I think that that really helps. I mean, they were perceived too as that sort of what what would you say slacker, you know, not trying hard for the lyrics or not trying hard as the band. It's 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 a dichotomy. It's a the juxtaposition of Jay Mascus when you see him it is kind of interesting. Obviously, lose a little more energetic with the playing, but you know, Jay just looks like he's like that Jimi Hendrix effect where he's just riffing. Like he can just bust out these solos and he looks like he's just sitting on the couch, like could care mm-hmm. less about what he's doing. And then mm-hmm. the vocals present the same thing. It's like, he's just having a, an, his afternoon tea, but he's wailing on this, this solo. Yeah. It's very effective. It's very um distinct. Definitely distinguishes their sound. Do you guys like, uh, was it They Always Come? Uh, mm-hmm. We just heard it in our cans. That one really stuck out to me this time, re-listening as one of the first times it has those cymbal sort of grabs. And it, mm-hmm. it it's like a real sharp, you know, what a lot of pop punk bands or 90s bands will get into. The only thing that I've noticed specific about uh, percussion on this album has been the uh on on the thing that's in our cans right now yeah we know the uh the snare drum shot <laughs> just yeah. like bah, like just both both ears <laughs> like a, a snare drum that fell down a well 
It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That right there. Just pop. Yeah. So the uh, so this was engineered by a dude named Paul Q. Uh, Colery. And uh, I don't know if anyone else looked up what his production credits are, but did a little band called the Boss Tones. Also did a band called the Lemonheads, Uncle Tupelo, Morphine, Radioheads, Pablo Honey, Hole, Live Through This, and Belly, Are You Experienced? And he also engineered Come On Pilgrim, Surfer Rosa, Billy Bragg's Accident, Accident Waiting to Happen, Throwing Muses, Counting Backwards, and Fire Hose, Flying the Flannel, as well as like a thousand other things. Like this guy Goodness is a big time, like he one of those dudes that was just crafting the sound of the 90s pretty fucking Mm -hmm. cool and uh yeah i mean the the album sounds way better than uh you're all you're you're crawling all over me you're all over me you're living all over me thank you thank you yeah i noticed that too yeah i really like the production on this record it's always hard to produce them i I feel like because it is that busy you want to separate everything out but not Mm -hmm. too much so it sounds more organic yeah I, i think it's fantastic they always come. They always have like a little bit of a trebly sound, but it sounds good on this album. I'm mm-hmm. not going to argue. Yeah, I mean it's 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 not trebly the way that the Husker do stuff was. Like the, right. The, the, there's there's body to this. <laughs> yeah, it has a butt on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Murph's, Murph's drums come off really urgent and crisp and. Yeah, how you would expect a 90s drums to to sort of sound. Yeah, I didn't. And, and we're still in the 80s, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. The best part. I, I I had never listened to this record in its entirety, but I do know. Yeah, we know from somewhere. I don't know if that was just on like a thousand 90s comps or. Uh, but yeah, like th- this song, I absolutely know. Huh. Not sure what you would have heard it on. Me neither. Could have been the same comp that Dave Peterson gave me uh, with the Pogues and uh, Live at Budokan on it. I think he also had some Dinosaur Jr. on that, too. Sure. So that's probably it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did record this at Fort Apache. And, you know, many, you know, Jay would say is it was better than anywhere they had recorded up to that that point. It just sounded better than where is know, that anything else? Uh, Boston. Okay. And was this their first on SST or their last? Uh, it was their second. They had signed with uh, You're Living All Over Me. Um, okay. They got really annoyed with SST uh, just because they it had it was the same thing that like Sonic Youth was talking about. They weren't getting paid correctly. And, mm-hmm. you know, they actually brought them along. They introduced SST or uh, Sonic Youth and introduced them to SST. But it just sounds like that that was a not a great time to be on SST. It was a great time for publicity. Don't get me wrong. Like all the cool hip, you know, indie bands were on SST and everybody wanted to be on SST because of Black Flag. But it sounded like the management aspect of it was Greg Ginn just being like, yeah, I'll give you some money, but not really keeping the books and not really, yep. you know, doing the right thing um, for artists at, at that point. But yeah, after the next one, Green Mine, uh, by then I think they're, yeah, they signed a, a Sire Records. So they go. And then uh, Fossils, SST, and Where You Been is when they signed to a major label, 1993. They do. Oh, no, that's still Sire. 
but I thought it was a they got maybe a Warner Brothers distribution or something. Oh, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, where you been was the was the first dinosaur junior record I, I heard. Yeah, that that kind of was a breakout. I feel like yeah. in terms of being recognized like as a as one of the bands, but it makes sense. I mean, Nirvana, Nevermind came came out ninety one, so at that, you know. There you go. Well, I know out there, I got into that song because it was on some soundtrack, and I want to say it was like Wayne's World 2 or something like really strange. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because I do feel like they're one of those bands that it's they get all they get tons of accolades and for good reason, you know, it's not like they shouldn't, but I do feel like it's hard to uh you know it's like butthole surfers it's hard to put them on like some sort of soundtrack or <laughs> unless it's very specific to a, a scene or something Ooh, that bass yeah what is what song is this that crunchy this bass is, uh, let, it ride. let it ride yeah yeah just have written next to that out of ridden that bridge into the dirt <laughs> I'm, and also, but I'm still not sold on the dueling gu- guitar heroics in my ears either. Like, yeah, I, it's I was, a lot. It is it's a, lot. It's a lot. Is it really necessary? I think is the, and maybe that's that's maybe something that I've I've struggled with a bit too. Is sure, Jay Mascus can <laughs> always play a solo. There's n- no doubt in my mind, but I think he does get there with with the pop hooks at at a later uh with later albums mm-hmm. but right now it's it just seems like he wants to uh shred i know once you once you hear the neil young you just can't unhear it <laughs> i know i'm stuck thinking about on <laughs> <Pond> song <laughs> their big hit it was um in the 90s it was that, that what video feel the pain of feel the pain yep that got uh, yeah that got big uh promotion that was on mtv a, a lot yeah it was in the buzz bin the buzz bin. matt penfield <laughs> broke it <laughs> yeah just i don't know what a fun time that a band like this could be like on constant rotation on mtv yeah yeah can can I blow your mind a little bit with uh, "Feel the Pain"? I would love you to blow my mind a little bit with "Feel the Pain." Uh, that's just Jay Mascus. all of it, all of it. Yeah. Oh, like he's doing the drums. What? Yeah. <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> <laughs> I am Dinosaur Junior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it, at one point he was just like, "That's me. I'm Dinosaur Junior." Uh, but yeah, I, b- I believe he's um, on a on a lot of those songs. He's just like doing it all. After I heard that, I, I yeah, on that album it says drums, guitar, keyboards, vocals. Oh, it doesn't look like he, he Mike Johnson did the bass. Looks like, uh, but yeah, everything else is is just Jay. 
Jesus. After I heard it, I was I did listen really, really close to the drums, and I was like, okay, okay, they're a little. Don't get me wrong. I, so much better than I could do, but I was like, yeah, it does seem like it's a you know a tad off of a of a someone that would be like a studio drummer or something like that. Still fantastic. Listen to that song all the time. Many people consider Freak Scene that song to be the best, most definitively you know Dinosaur Junior song, sort of like. Uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Um, it's essentially the song that, you know, sort of catapulted them. In Teenage Riot. Yeah. Yeah. Teenage Riot. Yeah. So I thought that was it's interesting. Great. Yeah. yeah. Good I mean, song. Uh, if you wanted to introduce somebody to Dinosaur Jr., that's, that's a good candidate. I think um, so, definitely. too. Yeah. It's, a, it's exciting. It has, you're right, it probably doesn't have a memorable hook, but the, you know, bass, the, Bass drumming, playing the Merce like pounding drums. It's it's everything. Cool. Where would you uh, where would you place this on your on your favorite Dinosaur Junior records? Up at the top, close. Yeah. yeah, I would. I don't think I've ever gone through all of them. And mm. to tell you the truth, um, the newer ones. I don't know if I've even heard the latest album that they put out. How recent would you? Would you say it was? I don't. I don't know what their most recent record is. Yeah, I think it was yeah. 06 or 07, The one that Barlow came back. Yeah, he for. came back in 07. Was that their last record? No, no. Because oh, 07 was Beyond. I was very excited about that. And then Farm came, um, uh, 2009. And then they did I Bet on the Sky, 2012. Uh, but I have not listened to a lot. To what is it? Give a glimpse of what you're not. And that's 2016, and there's even a newer one, Sweep It oh, Into Jesus. Space, which is 2021. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I was very excited at the time I was working uh, for Jack Jaguar, and they were like, we got Dinosaur Jr., and everybody was like, oh, shit, Dinosaur Jr., are you kidding me? And we were so excited to have those records. I remember when they came in, and I was just, like, so pumped when uh, it was like, 2009 that's when farm came out and i had i got the like a signed poster and like i think i have a skate deck and uh like wow the vinyl and all that stuff but i wasn't there past uh i bet on the sky uh but yeah super excited also darius who you know runs the label he was like it was like his favorite band so he was Mm -hmm. like a kid when you know they he he kind of got dinosaur junior and he's like this is my dream you know my dream is to basically just put out dinosaur junior records until <laughs> until as much as they let me essentially <laughs> so i used to get jag jag wires mail because i lived it like <laughs> the sa- like i lived on the same street uh i think it was walnut mm-hmm I lived on the the same address, but North Walnut as opposed to South Walnut. Oh, <laughs> so the, their shit would come to my place all the time. <laughs> did you get demos? Uh, no, no, but I, I did get a lot of a uh, lo- lot of decent uh, magazines. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then they bulldozed that place and turned it into a fucking Walgreens. They'll do that. They will do that. We'll also turn your first house into a Cajun Creole place. Anyways, where am I? What time is it? 
all on the positive, I'm assuming, for Bug, Janet Shore Jr. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 It's great. I, I won't necessarily revisit it because I don't, again, it, I'm, I'm happy when it's on, but then immediately, like, goes my, it, it's out, it's out in one ear and out the other, but it's a, it's a great time, like, while it's out. It's a vibe. It's a, it is a vibe. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always think of pavement wrestling in the, like, living room while Dinosaur Jr. is blasting. Like, there's a video of them just wrestling. <laughs> sounds about right. Put Dinosaur Jr. on, just wrestle. Okay. <laughs> all right, next time we'll be talking about Dagmar Kraus. Tank battles. All right, thanks, y'all. Gotta find-